This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Sean Anderson as we continue on with our... I know, I, I completely just butchered the pronunciation of your name and you have the easiest... It's a pretty easy one. You're the one who's coming in here telling me you're you're burnt out at, at the end of the day. And I, I am. I managed to... I think I've got like a tiny little bit more gas in the tank, but I managed to already start off worse than, than you could have possibly... You, you haven't even spoken yet. Well, I don't know if we have much speaking uh, to do because of your elitism. I just, I didn't even understand that this could even take place. Um, and Joe is an elitist and he doesn't like other people to have fun. In Sean's a pure upset because I told him that he can't play Lego Star Wars because he doesn't like Star Wars. I, it's not that I don't like Star Wars. I haven't seen Star Wars. Yeah, haven't you not seen any of them? No, I saw the f- first half of the first one. I think so. Episode four, or episode one. I don't know. Okay, so when were, when were they in the swamp? He, episode one. Here's my problem with you saying. Okay, I, I think any any um anyone who's played video games has definitely played the Lego Star Wars games. Anyone in their twenties has played these Lego Star Wars games. Yes. And I think it's fine that you like playing it, but I don't think you're allowed to appreciate it as much as. Star Wars fans do because why not? Because we played it because of the connection to the to the movie. So the whole point and concept is going around collecting all the characters and trying to complete the game and then replaying parts of the movies. You're just aimlessly wandering in a video game. You have no idea what's going on if you haven't seen any of the movies. Uh, no, I'm chilling because I got a lightsaber. I can use the force. I got my whole crew with me. This is what I got. It's a cool, fun crew. That's what I got. I don't. I, I like that. the I cool, fun crew. Why do that. you hate that? I absolutely hate because it, it's just like, it's like the. This uh, is why I can't have fun in a fun video game, childish as it may be. Uh, I sorry. I'm it, trying. I I thought it was a, it, it was fun. I had fun playing it as a child. I didn't own it, but I played it, uh, and it was a lot of fun when I played it. And they just released a new one. I I'm saying, looking here, like, oh, how about this? This was a lot of fun when I used to play it. Didn't understand all of it, but I understood enough. It this reminds me of the the yes Chad meme with the the crying guy with the glasses because like I'm sitting here yelling at you like you can't like the game because you don't understand it and you're like lightsaber go burr. Basically, <laughs> dude. I mean, I I didn't know that it was going to strike such a nerve with you. To, to think that I could Why just... wouldn't it strike a, a a nerve with me, man? It's the it, it, it's something that I grew up appreciating, and you're just like, oh, I like the, it. It's oh, it's I, like, I didn't realize wait, you were born it, in the seventies. It's it's kind of like because yeah, the first one come out in seventy eight, something like that. Um, Jerk. It's, 
it's kind of like when you're watching a football game and you're really invested in it and like you've bet on the game, you've got fantasy players in the game and you're like at a bar. Hey, what's that like? Wait, 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 wait. With, with, the, with a group of people. And uh-huh. then there's that one person that doesn't watch the games or anything and they just start talking about everything that's going Like they just won't stop narrating and talking about the game. And then like that's suddenly me? they're an expert. Me trying to it, quietly it, it sit in my room. It feels like that. It feels like that because you're trying to participate at a, in something that you have no context for. So that's video like, games. No, no. Lego Star Wars. There's a difference. I have participated in Lego Star Wars before. But but you don't understand the context of it. So that's my point why it's similar to if you're like I sitting at a I bar understand. with somebody I, oh, who's just I, I didn't realize. Com- providing commentary on a hey, football game that they don't hey. know any of the players. It's they not don't the know any of the backstories. Code, bro. They don't it's know any Star of the Star Wars. They don't it's know not, any. It's not the, the it's comparable. Egypt. It's not. Oh, I'm sure it's comparable. No, no, I'm talking about comparable to the to my example that I just provided. It's sure. comparable a little bit. But do you understand where I, what 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 the example that I'm saying? Do you understand? Have you been in that situation? Don't even before? ask me if I understand. Yes, I understand the example, but I reject so how, it. How infuriating is that when you've been in those situations before? I don't really care. I like when other people become fans of something that I'm a fan of, but and they're not sitting there trashing it the entire time. It's not becoming a fan of of something. It's they're suddenly providing all of this this commentary and participation what and have commentary no have i provided i said but i enjoyed playing it as a child and now there's not, a new you're version not providing, and i've you're, got a juiced up new xbox providing. i got the big series x you got the little series x i think that's why you really are upset about it because i am going to be running up uh, a check with my graphics on this machine and this game lego star wars doesn't need the series x graphics it and you you don't have a oh we're not doing this again we're not doing this again do the do the read do the read no we're not, no no do no, the no. Read. you cannot you can't tell me joe I we're supposed to be talking about sam houston state that's the next team that we're highlighting by the way because we didn't even get into the full open gosh <sighs> cranky over there i'm not cranky you pissed me you off. are <laughs> I, that, that's lit, how i'm not cranky you just made me mad that that yes that, that that's it, how i that can works. be in a perfectly good mood and then be 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 angered that's perfectly possible i don't i just you, don't you know understand that that's possible why why me saying oh joe I, I and also i'm not commenting about the game this is strictly for me to just zone out at night if i wanted to is that acceptable with you for me no, to be able to do that it's, it's not acceptable when my roommates has it watched him play today say oh that looks like a lot of fun you're jumping around is he in, is he in the star wars he's watched all the movies yeah so he's allowed to play it you're not Oh my god! You can't, dude. Yeah. Before right, the show started, I said you were gatekeeping me, and then you yeah, said, "No, I'm not. I, I'm totally know, not." You know, now you definitely. Now you are. I am gatekeeping you. Oh, you're. Such but a- we're not going to gatekeep our FCS listeners because today we have it. Or this isn't the let's yell about Lego Star Wars show. I know we spent six minutes doing it, which is six minutes too long. It's six. Oh my goodness! Today we're no, talking no, about. Sammy you're trying to State. shift because you. I, I'll not, get to the read. I'm you're not. trying to shift because you think that there's a whole bunch of Star Wars no, dorks out there that I'm listen to this to, show. I'm trying and, to meet <laughs> our listeners in the middle that that don't like it when we yell at each other. For oh my the first god! Fifteen minutes of the show, so I'm trying to cut it down a little bit. That's all. <laughs> I, I bet mm. the comments are going to be. Wait, you know what the comments we got last show? I listen to you boys to to talk about football, not for. Not for your commentary on other things. That was what somebody said. And you let that get to you. No, I don't give I don't give a crap. But I'm trying to at least, you know, cater to all of our listeners. Some of them don't want to It's listen gonna to be argue. impossible for us to do that, Joe. 
Maybe I should just put like a timestamp of like here you can skip past the yelling at this point. <laughs> that would work. All right, so the the yelling right. point stops at seven fifteen. I'm sure it stops there. Um, you add the timestamps. I'll tell the people about okay. all this great betting that we have to do. Masters is coming up. Some of us took Kansas minus four, and then Bill Self called the dumbest play into existence for a cover ever in the national championship game to have uh, to have his player run out of bounds and give North Carolina a shot when they had an easy free throw opportunity at the other. Did line. you take Kansas to cover? Kansas four, yes. Rip. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, sweat show, sweat show, sweat show. Down by 18, down by 18, down by 16, working it up, tied, up by three, possibility for free throws to ice the game and cover. Here we go. Steps out of bounds because of a stupid play call. Whatever. That's how the that's how the game goes. If you think you got a master's lock for this weekend, where you where else are you gonna go? Then bet online. If you if you think uh, Tiger's gonna do something this Masters and uh, uh, his uh, in his another comeback to the to another major. Head to betonline.ag uh, and sign up, and you can receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code believe b l e a v to get started. BetOnline re- remains your number one spot for all updated odds and info, along with player props and new contests throughout the year. It's the best source for all of your sporting wager, uh, wagering needs, including live betting and everyone's favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Bill right. Self, where Sean's Kansas fandom stops. Loser. Well, thank you for that, Sean. Enjoy your banner. <laughs> Jackass. Yeah, Lost we'll just Sean send you up six to the We'll just send y'all up the sidelines out of bounds. That I still That's don't understand awesome. that. I still Great. don't understand that. Disappointed we didn't have any FCS action in the game. And then we got Larry Bird Jr. slipping on the other side to completely kill the cover. He can't make a three-point jumper to tie the game up. No. Game stunk. Larry Bird Jr. Um, so today we're, we're continuing on with our series of off-season previews, talking about what these teams lost, what they gained, and the next team in the Final top 25 rankings for Stats FCS was Sam Houston. So Sam Houston is one of those teams that's making the jump to FBS, but they are still participating with an FCS schedule for 2022. I'm I'm hoping that we're not missing something here. I'm I'm hoping that we're you know we're, we we have that information completely correct because as we know we tend to f things up when it comes to correct information. Well, looking at their schedule for 2022, it, it appears like they're they playing are. a lot of FCS programs. That would be the biggest rug pull if like in like a month they just changed it to an FBS schedule. But it, right now it sounds like it, it, unless that Lamar made right the track. jump. Unless <laughs> Lamar made the jump and, and we had no clue, I yeah. think we're sitting pretty. Right, right. Uh I do need to point out uh apologies for the mistake that we made on the last show. We indicated that we thought that Mark Gronowski suffered a neck injury, and it was actually a meniscus ACL tear. Uh, just for some context, I, and this isn't us making an excuse, but this isn't like the FBS level where there is an abundance of information in multiple sources. For fan bases, you guys are going to know that stuff. And sometimes we're just kind of going off of like loose information we hear from talking to people. Uh, I made that mistake of not double-checking, and that was my fault. And I just kind of ran with something that I heard a year ago when the injury first happened and there was speculation on what happened because like when he got hurt, it kind of looked like he did do that. It was something with his upper body. 
But turns out it was his knee. Again, apologies for the mistake. If we make a mistake, we're going to address it. And as I've always said, if we are stupid enough to make a mistake, just DM us. We, in which we had a number of people do, which we appreciate God. those people. I tell you what, I don't know if they enjoyed us in South Dakota. I think they did. I'm not sure. <laughs> we we might have we ruined the impression that we made by the oh, continuous God. errors. If you want to like us for 48 hours and then despise us for four months afterwards, invite us to your school. We'll show up. We'll party yeah. with you. We'll eat your food. We'll bring some beer to the tailgate. You won't like us in four months. that's that's a guarantee yeah that's we're going to be determining where we're going to be traveling soon i think we're going to open that up in uh probably like june or july we'll probably in august last year which was a little yeah time so i think i think july because we we want to time it when there's a little bit of buzz for the season we don't that was we timed it perfectly last time maybe first week of august we'll we'll do it Well, maybe the official fcs twitter account can get some buzz going this season good one good one remember that disaster terrible account um sean the uh sam houston for what they've got notable losses just the guys that we know that are are leaving we uh, ramon jefferson leading rusher 1200 yard rusher last year defensive back zion mccullum who's going to be a high draft pick probably early day three pick wide receiver jaquez ezert was a senior bowl participant we know that his impact as a receiver as a playmaker is very high Oh, yeah. Jahari K, another NFL prospect, uh, a little bit lower on the list, though, probably UDFA, but he led the team in sacks. Also losing Trace Mascaro, who was a big part of that defensive line. And then last notable player that they're losing is Colby Thomas, an offensive lineman. So these were all American quality guys. Uh, I think, Sean, the, the players that stand out to me most that they're losing those defensive guys, I think, are going to be tough, and we're going to talk about in a second some of the linebackers that they're returning. But uh, to me, I I circle with a big red marker the Ramon Jefferson loss who transferred to Colorado, I believe. I'm going to check that in a second. And then losing Zion McCollum is huge because he was by far and away their best defensive back, and losing a high-draftable DB to the NFL is going to really, really hurt your defense. I'm going to oppose you here because when we look back on that South uh, the Sam Houston State uh, national championship run that they had, their defensive line was incredibly, incredibly impactful with that. Ezra's going to do his thing. The offense is going to do their thing, right? But they were able to consistently create pressure on every offense that they faced in that run. So I see that the defensive lineman departures, that's going to hurt. It, it, it's, yeah. it's definitely going to hurt because you cannot replace consistent pressure on an offense. They were still getting pressure last year. They were still doing all that, all that good stuff. But 2019 or 2020, 2020, 2020, yeah. that was 2021 when they won the national championship. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's flat the spring, circle, the spring of 2021. Yes, yes, yes. Now there's the clarity. That's back to life, back to reality. That um, was literally this time last year when they won. I, I, I guess <laughs> I, I wish I could tell you, you know what I remember, <laughs> Joe? I remember what, uh, the first six months when we started the show. And I remember, I think half of last week's show. That's where my memory is when it comes to uh, to what nice. we do here. I don't know all the kinds of stuff. Right. It, it is what it is. Losing Kay and Mascaro, though, I think is is big, big shoes to fill because in the FCS we know that wide receivers can readily step up and have impacts. Uh, in our tenure, wide receivers always ready to step up. Other schools, I talk about it a lot. UNH. Every year, had someone step up, go for about a buck eighty on us. 
Who knows? Who knows where he came from? Who knows? He did the mm-hmm. thing though. So skill players, I think, replacing that in college football is uh, um, a, a, a tad easier. And maybe that's just because of the high school landscape and the development landscape and how many wide receivers are training in high school and how many how much quality there is. Uh, but quality defensive linemen that are just there to shut it down hard to replace for me. Yeah, the, so I, I totally get that. I wasn't me so much poo-pooing that their impact wasn't big enough. Uh, I, I like how I try to have big words and like articulate, and I just use the word "poo poo" on this show. Um, <laughs> and now I'm laughing at it. That's even worse. That defensive line impact was huge. That was one of the best, if not the best, defensive line in the country last year, and that was why they won the national championship. Was was how good that defensive line was, and then the fact that they returned a lot of those guys going into the following season was why we were high on Sam Houston for most of the year. It wasn't because of what they had offensively. It was because of the D-line that we were so high on. The D-line, the linebackers, guys like Zion McCollum that was was playing in the secondary. We were really high on the defense. We had some concern for, uh, can Eric Schmidt take the next step? How do guys step up? And Ramon Jefferson really, really stepped up. Was a big reason why they had some big offensive performances. Schmidt had a couple games. I believe he was dealing... I, I'm 99% sure I have this this correct. He was dealing with a concussion. The walk-on radio guys told me that they they missed him for a couple of games because of that. And I think that kind of derailed some of their progress that they were making. But this isn't an offensively dominant team. This is a team that is really, really good defensively. And I think next year it's going to be dependent on how those offensive guys step steps up. But that remote Jefferson loss, man, that is that is huge because he was really good at Maine. And then he goes to Sam Houston State, and then he's even better at Sam Houston State. Now he's going to be playing in the Pac-12 at Colorado. Yeah, it's um, when when I see the notable losses, it. I if I get one more text message, Joseph, I I, I hate to derail the show. Dude, I but can't I know, stand when that I happens. When you're like you're, trying to focus, it's the, and it's just it's like, the only time yeah. anybody texts me is right now during this. It's the only time. I, it's a curse, and it's it, even with the other show, Joe, that I, that I'm working on. It's the only time I ever get calls during the day. I know. I know. Same same crap happens to me, too. You called the- me during the show the other day, also, <laughs> by the way. By the way, you violated uh, well, you that. Call- wait, wait, wait. I, I, I've been trying to call thing, I, I, I've been the trying to call less. While you're wor- I don't mind when you call me. The calling when you're working thing isn't ba- as bad as calling when you're like, you know, in a situation where you don't want to fo- get a phone call and you know exactly what I'm referring to. I got gotcha. you. I know. I we know. we did it to each other this weekend. We did it in the same day. So, but continue what you were saying. Uh, when I look at the notable losses for all these teams and all the teams that we've done so far, uh, Sam Houston State. It's you realize how much true balance they had on this team, at least with this class. Uh, who you're losing, who you brought in, and who won't be on the team this year, uh, this upcoming season. You think, wow, there is. This was a very very balanced team with the notable players that made plays on both sides of the ball. So I, I think it's it's something that I always reflect on, or I have been reflecting a little bit more on when we've been doing call. You good? Call. Someone wants to play Lego Star Wars with you? No. Who's calling it you? Is, it, a roommate. Pick it up. No, 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 no. I think it should be the rule. Let it go to voicemail, but net, rule going forward, if someone calls us during the show, you have to pick it up. You want you want your friends just calling. My friends don't call me. They don't call me. They they 
text me incessantly, but they don't call me. They don't this have is to. the worst radio I've ever done. A professional would just click it and ignore it. Regardless, Sam Houston State is way more balanced than I I think even I have given them credit for on both sides of the ball. They, they have prospects that are, are just fantastic uh, offense and defense. So one more notable loss that uh, you know might go a little bit under the radar here is that their offensive coordinator, Ryan Cardi, is now the head coach at Delaware. And I, I believe he has uh, you know a ton of connections to Delaware. I forget if that's where he played or not. I'm going to check that in a second. But Cardi going to Delaware was an awesome signing. Awesome addition for Delaware to get and set a new direction. But they're losing their offensive coordinator. John Perry steps up, who comes from Rutgers and also had experience with the Texans under Bill O'Brien. So you're replacing it with somebody who's got a lot of experience. But I, I think it always has to be mentioned when you're losing an offensive coordinator who's good enough to be a head coach. You're not firing him. You're he got offered a job and it's yeah. tough shoes to fill. We see this all the time when a guy gets offered a job and he goes somewhere else and then you try to bounce back and move on with a new system and it sometimes doesn't work. Like I pointed to the Joe Brady example. Joe Brady and LSU were really freaking good. Yep. He leaves, struggles in Carolina, and then we saw what happened with Ed Ogeron the next year. I can't even remember who the name of that offensive coordinator was the following year and they sucked. I mean, they lost. They lost some players, you know, a couple a key couple. guys. <laughs> um, but the thing with Sam Houston State, they're keeping a they're keeping a guy that I think you you at least have to always game plan for on defense, and that makes an offensive coordinator's job a little bit easier. Being mm-hmm. Eric Schmidt, and I know we're, I don't know if I'm going to do the transition into the notable returnees by this, but if you're you could have you could have done it without announcing that you're doing it. If if you're stepping up as a uh, offensive coordinator and you got that guy uh, playing quarterback for you, somebody who has been able to to perform in clutch stretches, somebody that is capable at quarterback, I I think that is a fine adjective. Uh, I'm not saying great. I'm not saying he's a stellar quarterback. I'm not saying he's a game changer. I'm saying he's a capable quarterback. He's a good FCS quarterback. He will get the job done, and he's got good. He's got some decent returning receivers. I think that's the best way to describe him. So it's not like Perry is taking over a ghost town. And right. that's not the call. Not that's not being disparaging. It's just you got to prove, you know, what you got on the on, on the side of the ball. So mm-hmm. it, I'm not trying to be disparaging saying any of the guys that are stepping up to fill the roles that are being left mm-hmm. uh can't do it, but that's kind of at least the perspective that a, a, a rube would have when they see so many big names leaving. So I don't butcher it. Can we get out the? Can you pronounce the the returning wide receiver's name? Yeah, so they If they they okay, that's I believe. What so. I, I think he. I think I did. He catch. I believe he caught the the game. Yes, winner. yes. Yeah. A day is fantastic, and I really like that he's returning. He's the leading receiver. Did not go over a thousand yards. Uh, passing offense again was a little bit underwhelming last year. But you know what I think is a really good projection for Eric Schmidt next year? Hmm. And this is a ceiling projection. This isn't like a guaranteed going to happen. I think if everything goes well and they transition well, I see Eric Schmidt in what's probably going to be one of his last years at Sam Houston being like Cole Johnson in his last year at James Madison, who... You know, we talked about during the playoffs, so he underwhelmed a little bit. And we were, you know, hoping that he could take that next step. And he 
started the season a little bit slow, but he really started to pick up steam and he was throwing like six touchdown, five touchdown games, yeah. dominating, had some help from Antoine Walker and, and getting a lot of juice from the players around him. And I, I think that with those young receivers that are coming back, um, especially a day, I, I, I think that's perfectly capable of Eric Schmidt to, to have that type of a season. They're rather different quarterbacks, though, wouldn't you say, Joseph? Yes, but I wouldn't say that Cole Johnson has like vastly better arm talent than Eric Schmidt does. I think they're comparable if we're just talking arm talent, and Schmidt's I, a better athlete than Cole Johnson. I think Johnson's got a bigger, a bigger arm, at least. Really? I would say so. Okay. Maybe I need to pull back the tape. I maybe I do also. So I'm not I'm not trying to okay. say. Um no, Schmidt is a guy that can catch fire. And if he does, then that offense is gonna roll and there's not gonna be many defenses that will stop him. And then Joe, as we were going through the Sam Houston schedule, we're not projecting a lot of losses from the team. And that was before going through all the notable losses. That was before seeing you know any turnover that they have. It's not for Sam Houston State, they should be fine uh reaching the playoffs <laughs> again for just for what we've seen right um they're also returning trevor williams linebacker who led the team in tackles linebacker markel perry who led the team in tackles for loss and was second in sacks and then cameron alexander who led the team in pass breakups those are all i think you know super important returnees i, I just want to quickly before we talk about the schedule sean uh the transfers that they freaking got in the 2022 class is astronomical they had one of the best recruiting cycles in the portal i think actually the best so far that i've seen for any fcs school so you're getting jordan yates former three-star recruit from georgia tech you're getting toby uh and dukeway from um from smu three-star jordan morris two-star from coastal B.J. Foster, who was a high school five-star from Texas, who is coming to Sam Houston, he is a safety at six foot two, two hundred four. Desmond Jackson, high school three-star from Oklahoma State. Jordan Bowman from Houston. Caden Meredith from Air Force. Lloyd Murray Jr. from Colorado. Uh, and then Ellison Hubbard, who's the last notable guy, defensive lineman from Colorado State. Those are some big freaking programs. 11 transfers are coming in. So like that's part of the reason why I'm not necessarily worried. Jordan Yates uh, is a quarterback, probably not going to start, but like you're losing Zion McCollum, replacing him with BJ Foster. That's a big deal. And then you're bringing in all these guys at other positions of need, like offensive tackle, Caden Meredith, running back from Air Force. Uh, you're replacing a defensive lineman with Lloyd Murray, who's coming in. Like, man, this is a, a, a really exciting group of guys that they're bringing in. And then Ellison Hubbard's also another defensive lineman. Like, they reloaded like crazy. And it, never, it certainly I, helps the, the FBS move up, but they really reloaded. I've never heard of anything like that before in my life for an F FCS team. I'm yeah. going to call them an FCS team this year. I know they're That's not. They I, I, I've never seen anything like that. I remember we got, we would average, what would you say? Two. FBS guys, three star, whatever. We never got any freaking five stars. Uh, yeah, I'd say um, <laughs> that is one hell of a uh, recruiting class that they brought in, uh, or a transfer portal class. Uh, and I know the transfer portal is going crazy. Uh, and whether that be good or bad, everyone has their own thoughts and opinions on that. You can get in a bad situation. You can be in a good situation, be spoiled, all that. You know, it, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. It'd be hard for that to hurt them. 
it would be mm-hmm. hard for bringing in those dudes into Sam Houston State unless they're all just locker room cancers and they just can't mix for that for that group to hurt. So we pulled up the schedule and um I wanted to run through it really quickly. What do we say? Second. I think we projected two losses possibly. Two losses. We a, have a tentative two. We have screen sharing capabilities. Um, do you need my screen? Wait one second. No, no, you better not do some cockamamie. No. Um, I had it. I should have set this up sooner. I, okay, I, so we've oh. got we've got the schedule up here. So I want to run through this really quick. We should have been doing this with the other ones, but now we're going to do it going forward. So Texas A&M, sorry to admit it, Sam Houston fans, that's going to be a loss. The way that they recruited, what they got going on, that's a loss. Northern Arizona. Uh, I'm not really you know, that high on that program. It should be an early victory for them. Texas A&M Commerce is moving up. It's guaranteed victory. Family weekend. Two and one. Yeah, two and one there. Carnet Word is completely gutted. So that's going to be a win. Stephen F. Austin is one first that I'm circling as a concern. This, plays, this game's being played at Energy Stadium. That's pretty sick. Uh, yeah, Stephen F. Austin plays... Everybody incredibly tough. And for FC estimates, that's one of the toss-up teams where you're like, okay, why didn't I get more right? Oh, Stephen F. Austin did their damn thing. Yeah. And now, you know, or it's uh, the Ooh game of the week and Stephen <laughs> F. Austin took some team to triple overtime. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a circle right there. Yeah, uh, Stephen F. Austin, that's a potential loss, but that's that puts them at, what did we say? One, two, three. Three let's and two. Just, let's just say three and two. Say they happen to lose. If they lose the game, they're three and two. Abilene Christian, much better than Abilene Christian. Eastern Kentucky, much better than Eastern Kentucky. Tarleton still transitioning. Dixie State still transitioning. Seven and two. Seven and two. Southern Utah, we know, is a bad program, and Lamar is a toss up. But one Lamar guarantee- is not a toss up. No. Um, Texas A and M, one guaranteed loss, one one toss up game. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm mixing my words up here. Lamar is a guaranteed win. Thank you. Not a toss-up. That's an easy win. Yes. Stephen F. Austin is the one toss-up game. So they yeah. could finish and be in a playoff position with two losses. Easily. They're, they're gonna win their conference. They're, they're gonna I don't, the table here. Yeah. They're gonna win the whack. I don't I I don't I don't see a circumstance that they don't. I they would need to really completely F up, but what we just talked about, their recruiting and all that stuff, there's no way. Yeah, no, they're looking good. Um, Sean, we've got a question from friend of the show, fellow hat. Well, I think Joe might have just swiped himself out of his recording. And- probably going to have to oh. go. Out. But fellow hack Ryan Roberts asked us, with so much turnover at quarterback on the FCS level, give your top three breakout stars at the position for next fall. So here are my three guys, Sean. And feel free to add anybody that you disagree with or maybe somebody that you think I'm missing. We could roll with these guys. Number one, without a doubt, Trey Self from Stephen F. Austin. I think uh-huh. that he's got a lot to prove. I freaking love his talent. Um, I, I think that he's got dominant quarterback written all over him, and he's going to be the reason why Stephen F. Austin's good this year. Mark Gronowski coming off an injury. That one should be obvious. We already know the kid's good. He's recover, recovering from an ACL. Um, it's modern medicine. I think he's going to be fine. 
And then the last one here, a little bit of a ringer, but Carson Camp from South Dakota. Got some text from Ryan a couple weeks ago. I was like, you know, what do you know about this South Dakota kid? I'm like, Granowski? He's like, no, 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 Carson Camp. I'm like, I, don't, I mean, I've heard of him, and I know he threw that Hail Mary ball, but like, you know, what is there about him? I watched a little bit of him. I think, I think he's got some juice to him. I like Carson Camp as maybe like an underrated player that we're not thinking about. I feel like you're sleeping on the mellet, brother. I feel like you're sleeping on Tommy Mellet here. I'm not sleeping because if, I, I mean, feel like much, you're snoozing. How, how much of a breakout is that, though? Because he already broke out. Are you consider that a breakout? Has he broken out? He, if he's he, broken out, I'll toss the name out of the ring. More, more than these other guys have, because name none, out of the none, ring. None, none of these other guys have gone on a playoff run and made it to a national championship game, and was the his injury was the reason why they lost. Deal. All right, you you sold me. Deal. Okay. All right. So those I can't think anyone else that it could possibly miss be missing here. We'll run through. There's got to be a transfer that we're definitely missing. Oh, Florida A and M got a Miami kid. I think we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna play this game where we're just sp- naming random just, things yeah, without yeah, checking. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Anything else? No read from you today. No, we only had one read. Oh, bummer. That's my favorite part of the show. I know. I know. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Drive safe. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.